Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you have found the ultimate podcast for your pro wrestling needs. You've tuned into the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast with your weekly dose of what's happening in the world of professional wrestling. We bring you the latest in WWE, AEW, and much more. Now, here are your hosts of the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast, Rob T and K-Fay Chris. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? It is another week, and oh, man, I love that. I, I'm telling you, I love that intro music every time I hear it. It just takes me back to the old days of professional wrestling. That's true. He starts dancing around like he's in a stunt. I was like 10 years old or something. Yeah, I know. I just, I'm, a, I'm a kid again. What yeah. can I say? What can I say? Right, you try to jump off the table here. Yeah. <laughs> So, Chris, do me a favor. Talk a little bit, just a little bit, uh, kind of intro things a little bit while I adjust this mic because um, we are having technical difficulties again. I swear we, we're more we professional than this. Too, so, uh, welcome back, everybody, for another week of the Mega Pro Wrestling, Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. See, you threw me off and you wanted me to do the intro here. It's like it'd be a little more professional on that. So, uh, we have a good week. As you know, it's been a good week for wrestling overall, which we'll later on the show, we'll probably talk about a little bit about what happened this week, specifically Dynamite. From oh, man, night. we're going to have to talk about that. that was an amazing show. But we do have a great show for you today. I'm excited about today's show, I'm man. I'm if like, you haven't seen our uh, social media posts on Instagram or Facebook, we do have a couple of guests here today. We do. We do. Uh, we got two segments we're going to do today with our special guest, but we are going to start with... Uh, I don't know if I don't know if he's a legend, but I tell you, I've seen him perform already twice live, and he performs like a legend in my book. But we are really happy to have him here on the show today. Uh, so without further ado, I want to introduce him. He is the former TWA heavyweight champion and former TWA Texas champion, and his name. Can you introduce him? Please? <laughs> is Corbis? <laughs> What's up? At least y'all's mics are working. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it, man. We were just doing just fine before this, and now we, this mic just wants to give out. <laughs> we did, we did. Here. So anyway, thank you so much for being here, Corvus. Uh, Chris, I'm gonna let you go ahead and do the introduction. I'm gonna grab this other wire, okay? All right. Well, um, Corvus, welcome to our show. Thank you. I'm glad you came out here. You're from uh, from San Antonio. From San Antonio. So yeah. you took a little travel there. Yeah, a little bit. I was 35. It was 35. Yeah. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of rough. I came in from Buda. Uh, oh, wow. Today. And so, yeah, I was like about 45 minutes on 35 from Buda to San Marcos. So yeah. It's kind of rough. So. Uh, but that's it. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. Uh, like Rob said, he got to see you uh, was it back in December. January? December. December. December at the Rolling Oaks Mall? No, that was actually. Who was the Rolling Oaks? Uh, January fifth, and I actually just watched that on YouTube today too. So nice. that was an amazing match. Thank you. I wish yeah. I would have won, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> in our hearts, you won. That's what matters. Take that, so, Max. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess you know we just want to talk to you about you know your role in the business, how you got into it, you know things that you've been doing. Hello, hello. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Mr. Kato. <laughs> It looks like I got a cord that worked finally. And here's the funny thing. It's the jankiest looking cord I have, and it's the one that's working. That's the one that works. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I am so sorry about that, Corvus. I promise we are more professional than this usually, okay? So uh, anyway, and I'm starting to think it might not be the cord. It might be the mic. Honestly, it could be. So anyway, continue. <laughs> so um, yeah, let's go ahead and get started, man. Let's tell us a little bit about you. Um... So I've been wrestling since 2007, 
And uh, actually, it's I started training the week after Steve Irwin was killed by the Stingray. Oh, wow. And that's how I remember it. So a week after, that's when I started training um, all over Texas, recently Oklahoma, basically everywhere. You know, if there's a place in Texas, I've probably been there. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, what got you into business? I mean, obviously, you're probably a fan, just like we are. Yeah, I was. You just a, went the one step further and you know fulfilled that dream. Well, I was a I was a fan, obviously, but also I have family in it. Like uh, in right. in Mexico, um, the Alvarados, Super Porky, um, Muñeca, Psycho Clown. Oh, you just made a Rob <laughs> girl crush out over here for a second. I do happen to know he's a big fan. Super yeah, th- th- that's my family. So oh, wow. Oh, so you have wrestling in your blood. I do, but nice. I've I, like I don't I don't play on it a lot, like in my character or anything, because I don't I, I want to make my own you know my own waves. But right. but if somebody asks, I'm like yeah. <laughs> so did you uh, were you trained by your family or? No, I trained um, in San Antonio by Jerry Reyes, who wrestled as Virus, and uh, Mad Dog Ken Johnson, who's a guy that helped train Shawn Michaels. Oh okay. Oh wow. So. Hey Corbis, put the mic a little closer to your mouth, please. There you go. Right there? Like, it's your girlfriend, man. Just give it, <laughs> give it some love. Give it some love. Dude, Super Porky. I'm a huge fan of Super Porky. Um, I love his theme music. I, oh, God, I would love to watch him wrestle when he would come out. Uh, yeah, so I know exactly who you're talking So I'm geeking out over here now. Yeah, that's, that, that's awesome. Yeah, I only had the privilege to see him a few times. My condolences, by the way. Yeah, it's... I know he passed away here pretty recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were hoping to do something a while back, like, before the pandemic, but, you know, yeah. things happened. And- yeah, man, he was he was a legend. Like, like, he's been wrestling, he was wrestling for years, and uh, was it, uh, didn't he do both CMLL and AAA? Yeah, he, he right? pretty much did everything. Yeah, that's what I thought, uh, and he was just, he was not only... The reason why I liked him so much is I'm a big boy. He was a big boy, but that big boy could move, man. I mean, it was awesome to see him wrestle. I know, right? <laughs> and then, but but I, he was just not only that. He was also very um, just his theatrics that he would do. Like I remember seeing matches where he would get hit, and then he would act like he was crying. Like, yeah. and, and everybody be like, <laughs> "Oh," and he'd be like, Ooh, "You know." <laughs> It was oh man he was he was he was a legend he was a legend that that that's pretty awesome that's pretty awesome so you are from San Antonio yeah right? well I'm from uh, Monterrey Mexico so oh okay so you're yeah. originally from Monterrey Mexico yeah I but got I've you, lived I got in you. San Antonio basically I'm 32 I've lived there since I was three so wow okay so aside from having you know obviously this in your bloodline you know your family being involved in the business uh, you also probably grew up in the business going to shows and stuff like that. Uh, is there anything like an influence or something or someone that's in the business that you grew up watching that really pushed you in that direction? Um, that I grew up watching was like the Hardy Boys and Edge. And that's why I, when I started out, that's why I patterned my style after. And then after doing that for so many years, I can't do that anymore. I don't know, I don't know how they do it still, but like I can't throw myself how off many, stuff like they could. And how many years have you been doing it now? Since 2007. So wow. 14, 15, something wow. like that. Wow, wow, wow. So when you got in the business originally, was it like to follow the family, like the, I guess like the family business, or were you really aspiring to get to WWE, you know, I would say AEW, but AEW wasn't around back then, but you know, uh, like the big leagues. Um, kind of. I was also kind of realistic to myself. I was like, I'm 5'3 on a good day. You know, I'm a smaller dude, but I can do stuff, you know, like Ring of Honor and um, 
TNA were mo- like I would have loved to go to WWE, but I was realistic with myself and I was like that probably won't happen. But right. Ring of Honor and TNA and stuff like that, those were you know bigger possibilities. Right, right, right. So when you started your career. Did you start off as Corvus, or did you start off more as, like, Luchador, or... So, so for years, and that's the reason that, like, I tell people I started in 2007, but I wasn't Corvus. I was doing uh, Lucha shows as, like, a filler. I was... So there'd be be people that didn't show up or something, so they'd pull out a... They'd pull out a mask and a costume, and they'd be like, hey, (laughs) this is you for tonight. Gotcha, gotcha. So for the longest time for years, you know, that's all I was. Right. Right. So, right. So, what did they just make up names on the fly for you or something? Yeah, there, um, I was a gimmick called Dragon X for a while, and that was actually one of my trainers. Uh-huh. So that, so uh, they gave me that gimmick. Okay. And I was that for a while, but other than that, I was just like any like look at this look at this mask. What name does it pops up? Okay, right. that's you tonight. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's basically what I did for the longest time. Wow, that's crazy, man. And then when I became Corvus, I actually did wear a mask and then it's kind of funny how I dropped it one time uh, I was at a show and I looked at my friend and I was like, "Hey, it's too fucking hot." <laughs> and I and I was like, "I'm done with this mask." It wasn't even like a mask versus mask. No, not even. I, it was it was literally just too hot and I was like, "I am over this right now." <laughs> So how, I mean, obviously, aside from the heat and the sweat, how difficult is it to wrestle in a mask? Oh, that's a good question. your peripheral vision and stuff is probably impacted. I mean, people will tell you different, but the way that my mask was set up, it was the eyes were covered and the mouth was covered. There was, like, no nose holes. It was, like... Wow. And it was, like, thick material, so I, I was dying. Like, wow. there'd be times I... And this is kind of funny. Um, this was actually a couple years ago in Laredo. I brought the mask gimmick back for one night. And um, LWA runs in this building that's right next to immigration, but that building was so hot, and this was like oh, right. in August, and oh, there man. was no air, and I had my lucha gear, which is a lot like bigger and thicker, you know, right. it's more theatrical than the other stuff that right, I wear, right. and so I'm wearing layers, and I have this cape, and I have this mask, and I'm dying. <laughs> I wrestled. I wrestled the match. You know, I got the I got the shit beat out of me. Yeah. And at the end of it, I rolled to the back, and I took the mask off, and it was just like. Like a water bottle. <laughs> I threw myself on the floor and I was like, "This is this is it. I'm gonna die in Laredo." <laughs> <laughs> this is how it ends. I, was like, this, I, I always knew I'd die in some gym in Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So who? Uh, like how? What's the most? number of people you've wrestled in front of as far as like an audience goes, and I bet it was in Mexico, right? No. Um. Man, I can't even. Let me think. I mean, you've, you've wrestled a lot of years, so I guess it's kind of hard to pinpoint it. Okay, so the show that it was on w- went mm-hmm. way too long. At the peak, there was about 3,000 people. I don't, oh, wow. I don't know how many people were left by the time that that show ended. Right, Because right. that show just went so long that people were leaving. Right. The, right. Uh, the, the main event on that show, though, was uh, Mike Dell versus AJ Styles for the IWGP title. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But, I mean, wow. by the time that that match, you know, came on... People were tired. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. So have you wrestled anybody that would be like a big name then or now or anything like that? Um, like I've wrestled Masada, New Jack. Nice. Um, Rest in peace, New Jack. Yeah, that, that was wild. That yeah. was a wild day. Um, Did he stab you with anything? Yes, he stabbed me with a lot of things, actually. <laughs> um, what was it? There's like, And it's. I feel bad because I know that there's more and I'm going to completely forget. You know, obviously Rodney Mack. 
Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Rodney. He's good. I I saw him the first time in uh, what was that Lucha Underground? Yeah. Uh, and the thing about Rodney is, you know, his wife is Jazz, uh-huh. and we were uh, we were we had a match, and um, he threw me to the corner. And I was going to get out of the ring, and I turn around, next thing you know, Jazz is in my face. And, like, the inner fan in me, I was like, man, this is so cool. I watched, you know, right. I grew up watching her. Right. Uh, the wrestler in me was like, i got to get my ass in the ring, because she's going to mess me up. <laughs> <laughs> she probably can. No, no, she absolutely can. So, you know, but that's, you know, Rodney, New Jack, um, Masada. And like I said, I'm sure there's more. I just can't think of them. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, and Jazz, I've seen her a couple of times. I was at a Mission Pro Wrestling show in Buda, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw her there. But she was like so busy; it was yeah. Like, I didn't even have a chance to be like, "Oh, it's Jazz!" Like she just walked by, went, you know. And I was just like, "Yeah, that's that's definitely Jazz." You know, she just doesn't have the hair now. She she goes bald. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's a legend, man. She's, she's awesome. She's a straight up legend. So uh, go ahead. You got a question? Oh no. Oh, I thought you had a question. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. So. You did the you did the whole like lucha gimmick for a while, like you said. So when did Corpus come to be? Basically, like what? You, okay, so to explain that, so after I dropped the mask when it was just too hot, um, one of the guys that I broke in with, his name was Logan, and he was my. Ta- we formed a tag team called the New Horizons, and me and him were a team, you know, for about eight years. And at that point, I was, you know, we were just a tag team, you know, just two right. regular guys, but. Eventually, um, he decided to settle down, um, walk away from the business. He's back now for a little bit because you know he wants his kids to watch and everything, right, which right. which is completely cool. But basically, after that, after the tag team broke up, and I kind of had to find my own, um, like my own way, my own character, mm-hmm. just kind of started developing into a, what it is now. It also has a lot to do with the fact that like my body's beat up. I can't do a lot of the stuff that I can. So, right, I, right. And, I, and I'll say it too. I was like, I used to be able to do all this high flying stuff, all this cool stuff. I just, I'll just grab you and punch you at this point. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, here in our podcast, we talk all things, you know, pro wrestling. Um, and for those that know, you know, the, the smart ones, we know that this is, you know, a sports entertainment. It's like watching a movie. You know, mm-hmm. y- there's characters that play parts and things like that. But, the thing that drives me crazy is when people call it fake. Yeah. I hate that, man. And I'm not even a wrestler. But it's like, I, I actually just had this conversation, uh, I think last week. I can't remember with who right now. But they said that to me, right? You know it's fake, right? And uh, and I was like, mm, okay, yeah. Uh, you know Spider-Man's fake too, right? And he was just like, oh, I'm just saying. It's the same thing. You're not wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like Spider-Man's not real. You know, he doesn't really shoot webs out of his head. I mean, that's that's fake, too. You can say that. But the bottom line is that what you do, you do get hurt. Yeah. You know, your body takes a toll. Man, I saw you perform live twice. And I saw some of those bumps you took. And I was like, oh, like, I know that has to hurt. Yeah, there's. You know? I, I'll do them in the moment. And I'll immediately regret it after. Like, right. That wasn't right. smart. <laughs> right. What's 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 one of the worst bumps that you can remember taking? Like, what, did, what happened? Um. Okay, so it was a... Battle Royal, and at in San Antonio the ring is a little higher than most rings. Like uh-huh. uh, maybe eight. I don't know how. Like from the ring post up. Right. I don't know exactly how high, but it's about a foot or two taller than most rings. Okay. So this guy was trying to eliminate me, and he just hauls off and knees me in the chest while I'm sitting on the top rope, and I fall straight to the floor, which is just straight concrete. 
Oh. Yeah, and so I the first thing I do is I curl my toes and my fingers and make sure nothing's broken. I don't oh. know how I didn't crack my head, oh but my I didn't, God. and I was just like, okay, I'm I'm good. But that was you know that knocked the wind out of me. Um, I've been knocked out on my feet a few times. But that was really, really a, yeah, not really a bump. It was just kind of everything blacked out for a second. We woke back up, mad as hell. Wow, wow! I tell you, when, when I see some of these matches, like the like like the ladder matches and stuff, right? Like I laughed at myself because like if I walk into a door or I hit myself, I'll be there for five minutes going, ah, <laughs> right? Like yet Peter Griffin, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> like except, and like these guys get their backs like slammed on a steel ladder and they they sell it. Of course, well I'm sure that's not really selling. That really hurts, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But they're up like within the matter of a couple of minutes. I mean. Man, hats off to you on that one because I don't know how the heck. It, it's do that. it's funny because it's like um when when I'm wrestling it's like completely different. I'll I'll take all these things and I'll be fine. But the same thing, I'll be at home and I catch my my hip on the corner of the table. I'm I'm out. Do the same I'm thing. out. I'm like don't talk to me. You're like you're like I took a power bomb through the table last night, but this one little corner's got me like oh, I can't move. I'm walk- I'm, a sharp yeah, I'm walking and I roll my ankle. I was like leave me here to die. Like. <laughs> I've sprained oh, my ankle at the beginning of a match during my entrance before. Oh, and wow. I, I, and I was, you know, I just went through the match completely fine. But like, I was like, I'm walking and I roll my ankle at home. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm take the leg. I'm done. It's got to be that adrenaline. Man. Yeah, got to be what it is. So, uh, so where did you get the name Corvus? It's actually from the third Crow movie, which is a terrible movie. But like, yeah, I love, I love all, the, like, I love the Crow. It was my favorite movie. But uh, from the third one, the yeah. the character's name was Alex Corvus. Yeah, so uh, I like that name. Yeah, see, I've always I like the name. Didn't like the movie. Yeah, I, <laughs> see, I've always been a fan of the name Draven. Oh yeah, from the Crow. I was in my in my imagination. If I was a wrestler, I would be like Draven. Would be my name. well. There's a, there's a wrestler. Well, there used to be a wrestler in San Antonio named Draven. So oh, that's really? why I didn't go with that. Oh okay. But, yeah. Okay. So that might have been one of the probably yeah. the first choice. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew about him before I decided on that name. Gotcha. So uh, when I was gotcha. thinking about it, I was like, all right. And then I was watching that movie. Yeah. And I heard the name. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I was kept watching. I was like, man, this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the name. But I like the name. The name was cool though. Yeah. The name was cool. So okay. So. Cor- so who is Corvus? Like I, I've seen, you know, some of your matches. I've seen you wrestle live and everything. And from what I'm gathering, uh, your style kind of reminds me a lot, like of a like I was gonna say Dean Ambrose. That's not him anymore, but of Mox, for example. Yeah. Like, like Mox has the the technical skills in the ring, and he can do all that shit, right? Yeah. But he's also hardcore. Like if he needs to get down and dirty and hardcore and start using weapons and whatnot, he'll do that as well. That's kind of what I see that you are. Would that be a fair assumption? Oh, yeah. that's cool. yeah. yeah. And, I, and you're not the first person that said that. And I, I take that as a compliment because I yeah. love Mox. Yeah, like, Mox is <laughs> awesome. He's so much better now than he was in WWE. Oh, yeah. For he's, sure. Yeah, he's great. Freedom now. Yeah, oh, exactly, exactly. I mean, AEW is... We can get into that later. But, yeah, I mean, I, Mox is great. But that's exactly... When, when the first time I saw you, that's what you reminded me of was Mox. Thank you. That, Just I, yeah. the way you carried yourself, the way that when you walk, because because I saw you at a at Olympus. That was the first time I saw you, and when I saw you walked in, I was like, oh, this dude's. He's like he's, in my head. I was like, this is like Mox. I bet he's like one of those hardcore type wrestlers yeah. and stuff. And sure enough, man, when you, <laughs> went, you you wrestle snug from what I can see. Yeah. Like like you you you're stiff. You're stiff, and like I saw, I don't know who it was. You were you were hitting somebody. I think it was in that six or whatever that was six man or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. I, I know you hit somebody, and the look on their face was like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way the way that I, I t- what I tell people again, it's like I'm five three. It's mm-hmm. like, but don't underestimate me because I will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> and this whole thing, it's like, oh, this is a small dude, and the first time I give him a forearm, and it's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because yeah. because people try to take advantage. Like they're like, oh, so he's a small guy. Maybe he can't do anything. And it's like, right. You know. Yeah. So, uh, don't don't mind the voices in the back. They're just make, they're mixing <laughs> drinks back there. So, uh, how much of your character is you? Like your your personal life. How, how much of like your 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 likes and your style and everything do you bring to your character? Um, a lot of it. I, like well, like the jacket. You know, um, it basically. Is me on a like if I'm pissed off, right, right, <laughs> and not 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 to say that I'm running around with like a staple gun in my, you know, <laughs> or anything like that, but no, it's it's basically me just turned up. That's that's all it is, you know, because right. I could never I could never um, I tried I tried multiple times to do a completely different character, and I was right. just like, it's not it's not right. you don't if you don't feel it, people can tell exactly exactly exactly, and I I mean like when I saw you come out, uh, I, you got a lot of cheers. I remember that. I was surprised at that, too. Yeah, I, I saw you had a lot of cheers, and I was like, this guy is kind of coming off as like a face, but yet in the ring, you're a heel. I can, You can definitely see it, that, that you're healing out in the ring. Yeah. And I think it's just one of those things. Like It's like with uh, a lot of the wrestlers now in the, in the big leagues. It's like there's really not a – it's like a gray area. Yeah. You know, there's no more heels and faces, it seems, sometimes. It's just – who you like and who you're just really, you know, feeling. They were tra- they've been trying to do for the longest time make Becky Lynch heel, but everyone cheers her still. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's kind of what I gathered from you. So most of your career, have you been more of a face or have you been more of a heel? Uh, I've actually been a face for the longest time okay. until, well, more in the last few years. Um, who hurt you, Corvus? No, excuse me. <laughs> no, 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 that actually that actually has to do with it because um, my old tag partner he returned a couple years back originally. Mm-hmm. As he, I was in a tag title match, but my partner at the time had been injured, okay. so I didn't have anybody. Right. Surprise! You know, my my old tag team partner comes back. You know, you think he's you think we're about to win these belts? He turns around, he decks me in the face harder than I've ever been hit in my life. Ooh. And so I was like, all right. And oh, and then man. at AWP, um, I've been I had all these different tag partners, and they all turned on me or did something. So it came to the point that I was like, you know what? Fuck everybody else. I'm just doing me. So that's, so that's right. what kind of comes. That's how it comes off, you know. I like, see. like I don't really trust anybody at that point. That's why in the six man, I'm punching everybody equally. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you're a cool guy. You know, I love I love Culture Shock's music, but I'm gonna break your nose. You know. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I I get that. It's like you think you can trust, and then everybody's just kind of turning their backs on you. Yeah, so I'm just better I, off. I do the same thing. Yeah. Wow, man, that's crazy. How, are you, you're such a likable guy. <laughs> What's the deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it hasn't come out yet, okay? Right, right. That's, that's what it is. That's what so, it is. Now, you said you've been wrestling since 2007. Yeah. So, it's been a number of years now. So, I know we, we hear a lot of stories about, like, in you know, like WWE and AEW, the older wrestlers who are now kind of like the ones that everybody goes to, those that are coming into the business. Yeah. Do you feel like you take on that role now that you've been in this so long that some of the newer uh, that are coming in training are kind of coming to you for direction? I never thought of myself like that, but there, but it, it does happen. Like a lot of a lot of younger guys do come up to me and they ask me, you know, how do I deal with this situation? What do I do here? Or ask me for advice. And I I never thought because you know they say some people like they're good at what they do, but they're not good teachers. And I always thought right. I was like, I thought I was like that. I'm like, I'll give you my advice, you know, but it's probably somebody better. But there, there's a lot of younger people that come up to me and they ask me for advice and how they should go about things. And you yeah. know, I, when I when I can help them, I can. But if I feel like this isn't you know something that I can give you the best advice about, right? I'll either straight up tell you I don't know, or I'll send you to somebody right. that they you know that will. Like, but don't wrestle with a mask. But yeah, but it does mean a lot that a lot of people come up to me like that, and you know, and there's people that 
you know, have done a whole hell of a lot more than me that still come up to me and ask me. And I'm like, man, I should be asking you how you're doing all this, you know? That's cool. That's cool. So I know I, I was asking you this before we started the interview because um, I, I find it really, um, man, it's just really intriguing, interesting just to me because you, like we were telling you earlier, we're huge wrestling fans. I have been a wrestling fan since I was probably barely able to talk honestly i got into it because of my grandparents and i've been watching wrestling since the glorious 80s you know i saw Shawn michaels when he first came into the business and was work was wrestling at southwest championship wrestling in san antonio i go mm-hmm. that far back yeah von erics and all that and uh i mean it's just uh golden age of wrestling if you will you know yeah. so um so now you know watching it now I, I, and you being in the business like chris was saying for so long and everything do you how can I say, do you see the business that the pro wrestling business, not so much sports entertainment, right, but the actual pro wrestling business, does it still hold on to a lot of those old traditions, I guess, or, or just kind of that old school way of doing things? Or have or do you say that there's a lot more different changes and stuff now? There's definitely a lot more changes. And, it, and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right, right. You know, there's a lot of things that um, they used to do back then that they don't do now. And, yeah. You know, um well, definitely the whole, the whole kayfabe thing is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's of kind of that's kind of out the window at this point. But it yeah. also depends on where you are, you know. True, true, Because some people will still stick to it, you know. Yeah. And um, but there's plenty of guys that were, you know, stuck in their old ways that are still around now, mm-hmm. and they've you know they know they know themselves too. They're like things are changing, you know, and it's not overnight. It's all gonna slowly change. But all these guys coming up are young. I wrestled a guy, maybe a little less than a month ago in Austin. Um, his name is Johnny Junction, and, and like you, like you said, I, I messed him up. Mm. I, you know, I was I was swinging on him just like I would right. in a match. You know, we had fun, great match, great kid, everything. And I'm just talking to him, and he said he mentioned something, and I was like, wait a second, how old are you? Right. And right. he goes, oh, I just turned 18, like however long ago. And I was just like, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, was he? What was he like? Wanting to do something crazy or no, 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 no. Um, like everything we did in the match was great. Like the match itself was no problem. But we were—he was just talking about something, oh, and I, I just, you, and I I just overheard you. him, and I was like, "Wait a second, how old are you?" I got you. And then he yeah, told yeah, me, yeah. and I was like, "Man, but like, yeah, it's it's weird to think about it that way." But a, like this new generation's here, you know? Yeah, they're you know the young Chris Carter. I think yeah. he's twenty-two, and when he told oh, me that, I was really like, wild. "Man, that's really young, man." Um, so. Going, st- staying on this whole old school thing, do you think now that you've been in the business this long, right? Because actually, two thousand seven that was the year I got married. So, oh, you, nice. you, so that's for fifteen years, basically. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you feel that these up and come these youngsters now that are getting into the business, do you believe that it is important for them to know the old school stuff, like, or do you think they can get by without? knowing who Yvonne Eric is or who Ric Flair is or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like what is your opinion on that? So it kind of depends. It's like there's certain things, you know, in the old school that you can you can forget, you know, you can forget all the hazing and all that bull crap. Right, right, right. Like, but at the same time, it's like one of the oldest rules in wrestling is, you know, shut up and listen. Yes. And there's a lot of younger guys that absolutely don't do that. Right, and right. that that's one of the things that that came from the old school, obviously, and that needs to stay around because there's some, you know, I'm not gonna name any names, but there's a yeah. bunch of times that I'm just like, someone should just haul off and pop you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, just shut up, you know, yeah, yeah. It's stuff like that, you know, um, storytelling for me is a big one, yeah, that that too, because there's yeah. times that I'll. 
we were on a on a show recently, and in the opening match, they did everything under the sun, and I was like, I mean, that was cool. I mean, yeah. everything you did was great. Right. But why did you do all that now? Right. What do you got for later? Right. You know, everyone's seen everything you can do. Right. You're done. Right. A perfect <laughs> example of, of it, and we talked about this, I think, on the on the last podcast, uh, is, uh, I don't know if you saw the last Royal Rumble that just happened. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, perfect perfect example was, for me, the biggest pop of the night was Roman Reigns looking at Paul Heyman and just putting his hand out. Yeah. That, to me from what i heard got the biggest pop that's storytelling he didn't do a move he didn't do anything it was just the telling of a story without words and it was just looks and it's like it's great that you can do a hurricane run off the top rope or you know whatever yeah that, that fancy move may be it's great it's definitely awesome athleticism i can't do that that's for sure you know it's awesome that you can do that but why are you doing it Exactly. You know, what, what's the story behind it? Why are you trying to do this move on this one guy that you're facing? What's the reason behind it? You know what I mean? And to me, that will always be the most important thing about professional wrestling. I love AEW. Right now, I'm a bigger AEW fan than I am AEW, uh, than WWE. And, and uh, I thought I said A&W. I think I want a root beer. <laughs> the way I see it is like, let's say I can do five cool moves. If I do all right. five of them the crowd's going to forget like three to four of them. Right. But if I can, if I get, if I just do one, a match, they're going to remember, Hey, he did that cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Um, was it MJF and CM Punk? Mm -hmm. They, they Mm -hmm. popped for us for a body. Right. Sorry about that. Continue your story. I had to, the dog started barking and everything. So I had to get it going, but yes, uh, you were talking about MJF and CM Punk. Yeah. Great. They had a great match and the crowd was popping for, you know, regular body slams. He wasn't doing anything crazy. Exactly. And it's because they enjoyed what they were seeing. The story made sense. And neither one of them had to really try to kill themselves. Exactly. And it was a great, and it was a great, and it's still going on. Yeah. And let's be honest, they could continue with that story for months and we're going to keep biting. You know what I mean? So I think, to me, that's always going to be the most important thing in professional wrestling is the storytelling aspect of, of what it is. And, and that's awesome that you definitely see the importance in that because, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how you keep going with this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so Corvus, let me I, – I know it's a sore subject, and I apologize, but you're no longer the champion. What happened? All right, so <laughs> – I was a champion for two years, and I became a double champion because, you know, I'm just that good. Yeah. But then, at the same time, the um, the promoters decided, you know, this guy's had it long enough. Let's stack the deck against him. Ooh. So they made me face both of my former tag partners in a triple threat match. Oh, wow. And, you know, triple threat match, what, everything that happened happened. I lost one belt. Okay, whatever. I have another right. one. They immediately made me defend my second belt. The and same they, night? The same... Right, one right after the other. Oh as, my soon, God. as soon as the bell rang, after I lost one belt, here comes the other challenger. I don't even got time to prepare. Next, day, I'm getting kneed in the face. The next thing you know, I lost both those titles. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah that's, that's not, not fair. fair. Uh, what was this like, Vince McMahon Jr. Or? <laughs> Tom- tomorrow night they're having their. Um, they call it the Cash In Battle Royal, uh-huh. which is the winner gets a, a gun case. Doesn't have an actual gun in it, but I feel like if it did, it'd make a title, getting a title shot a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the but basically the winner gets a, a title shot, so I'm, I'm going into that to okay. get my belt back. I I understand that. Are there any other uh, titles that you're looking at, at getting right now? Like who's on your radar? Like what is it you want? Eric Shadows. 
Oh, oh yeah, I know Eric Shadows. Eric Shadows. Yeah, I saw him at uh, Olympus, and uh, I thought he died in that match. <laughs> that was one heck of a table, a table slam there. But uh, him and his buddies have been kind of pissing me off for the last few months. Uh, yes, House of Wolves, right? Yep, that's what they're called. That's I I heard the name. I'm not too familiar with what they do, but uh, what have they done to get under your skin? So a couple of months back, I wrestled Nathan Bradley, and it was an amazing match. We, you know, great match. Uh, I thought he was a cool guy. Right. And after the match, Eric Shadows came in and just jumped me for no reason. And Nathan just stood there with a the stump up his ass doing nothing. Oh, wow. So, and this was before he joined the House of Wolves. Okay. And the next thing I know, you know, he's, he's with the House of Wolves. And before then, Dill Dempsey, you know, he's, he's been getting, he gets under a lot of people's skin. Yeah. He looks like a super sweet dude. Right, right. Big piece of shit. Gotcha. And then, and then there's Pac Ortega. I've heard of Pac. And same thing, same thing. Basically, mm-hmm. every time that I try to do anything, some one of them is there to, you know, kill my fun. So I've right. got, and I've tried to have partners help me take them on. And like I told you earlier, nothing's Never worked out. out. So I took, you know, took it in my own hands. Gotcha. I've got, you know, what do I have in my pocket? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So there was no reason at all why Eric came after you at all. He just unprovoked, just came at you. As far as I know, unprovoked. But I mean, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy to try and you know make a name on. So right, right, right. So I know that AWP has an event coming up next. Not this coming weekend, but next weekend. Um, side note: I will be there. We'll be there. Um, I'm gonna be front row because I want to see Daniel Ryan get his ass kicked for what he did to me while i was trying to do a podcast i don't know if you heard about that yeah yeah he came into my home but that's a whole other story we'll talk about that later um are you going to be able to be at this event are you going to participate i'm not but i'm keeping my eye on it because um that match that i won was to enter the uh battle for olympus okay and as far as i know Eric Shadows has to defend his title in that match. Oh. And I don't really care because I know it's there's six of us. I don't right. really care who the other four are. Right, right. All I want is to get my hands on Eric Shadows. I got you. I got you. And, you know, you, you, I mean, I told you earlier, I liked Culture Shock. Yeah. Their, their music is awesome. I'm sitting yeah. there dancing to it. Yeah. I tried to stab Daniel Ryan. I stapled CJC in the face. Yeah. And I like them. So imagine <laughs> what I'm going to do to Eric Shadows. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, you like, like me, right? But yeah, not, I don't like you that much. Well, that's something I'm def I'm definitely gonna look forward to seeing. Well, I tell you what, I will be uh, there at this event called Aftermath. Um, I'm hoping that I get to interview some of the guys there. I'm actually gonna be looking to interview Eric Shadows. Um, I'll pass on a word for you. We'll Good. See, we'll see what I hope, he has that, I hope they all of them know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let them know that we spoke and. Let's see what they have to say, and and I don't mind asking the hard questions. I'll ask them straight up. What what's your beef, man? What's your problem? Maybe maybe we'll get some answers. Who knows? Maybe you know? at this point it don't matter. I'm gonna kill him. Oh, I get you. I get you. I mean, you can only take so much for so long, right? So no, I completely understand that. Um, so Corvus, our time is running down a little bit. Um, who you got facing next? Like who who's immediately like in your future? Like what's the next event, and and who are you gonna face? I actually don't know. I've got um. I've got TWA, the cash, the Texas Cash In Battle Royal tomorrow night. Okay. Um, February eleventh, and then after that, there's a couple of events that I can't officially reveal just yet. Okay. But I've got okay. a couple things lined up. But for right now, my focus is on tomorrow night and mm-hmm. getting my titles back. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, we're definitely going to be pulling for you for sure. And we know that uh, Eric Shadows is definitely on your radar. Got any other scores you're planning on settling the year 2022? Oh, with all the House of Wolves. Nathan Bradley, Paco Ortega, especially Paco Ortega. <laughs> Dill Dempsey, and I'm coming for all of them. Nice, nice, nice. Well, I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on that for sure, for sure. Corvus, I want to just tell you uh, thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm so I'm I'm so glad we got you here, man. Like I said, I saw you perform twice. Loved what I saw. It's like, man, I gotta get this guy on the podcast, and uh, we'd love to have you back. Tell you what, you win you win back your titles. We come back. We'll let you gloat as much as you want, man. Okay. Uh, we'll let you call out anybody you want. Whatever, man. It'll, the floor will be yours when you come back. Because uh, uh, we think Chris. I think he'll do it. I think he's gonna get it for sure. For sure. We'll be pulling for you, man. Um, and uh, and we'll definitely. Uh, we're we're planning on on uh, going to a lot of shows this year um so i'm sure we'll see you out there on the road and everything but man thank you so much for for coming on the show we really do appreciate it this is yeah. fun man thank you yeah yeah man we we loved it and uh and we'll have you back for sure we will have you back all right so uh but for now uh guys we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we have another special guest that's gonna be joining us and this one i'm really excited about not that i wasn't excited with you corvus of course i was <laughs> uh, but uh yes we do have another guest and we'll let you know who that is right after this word from our sponsor fellas i know how it is your hair and beard are looking rough and you need to get it taken care of right away the problem is, where do you go? Say no more, because I have the perfect place just for you. At Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, you'll get that fresh cut and trim by well-trained professionals who know just how to get what you want, a man's cut and trim. Dallas and Jawan will hook you up with your tailored-to-you cut, along with a straight razor shave and a relaxing hot towel treatment. These fellas will give you that old-school treatment where you sit back, relax, and unwind while you get back to looking like a gentleman should. When you walk in the door, talk to old Dow and let him know that Rob T. and Kayfabe Chris sent you and he'll offer you a complimentary cold one or a shot of whiskey. Stop by 322 West Hopkins Street in San Marcos, Texas or go online to make your appointment today at HanleysBarbershop.com. Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, where good times and good vibes make for a great look. We are back, uh, and we had a great, great conversation with Corvus. I like Corvus, man. I do. I, 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 I'm, I'm rooting for him tomorrow I mean, he's like a, like a little buzzsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him just going in like, who wants next? Who wants next? <laughs> so that's awesome. But we got another guest with us. I'm really excited about having having her here because uh, I've, I've had the privilege of watching her twice already live. And uh, the first time I saw her, she cut a promo on everybody pretty much and uh man it just got me hyped because she she's like like just going off on people and everything and getting booze and i'm just like yeah i like this <laughs> and then uh and then i saw her at rolling oaks mall at wrestle fest and she was actually wrestling uh, a dude and kicked his ass man my wife got hype on that match she was like get him girl get him <laughs> It was she awesome. She was taking pointers, sir. Yeah, right. I said, that's what happened. So I'm really excited about this. But we do have with us right now former Metroplex Prospect Championship. And I'm sorry if that's bringing up old wounds. Uh, but got to put it out there because that's an accolade. But we have with us 
Phoebe. How you doing, Phoebe? Thank you so much for the kind words. Yes, yes. Thank you. I'm a fan. I, what can I say? I'm a fan. I am too. I've watched several of your matches on YouTube and nice yeah. thanks yeah yeah and and i love what you do uh we talked a little bit before we started and everything and i gotta tell you i i get it uh, you know but i love your heel work personally <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> i love it this isn't you, a work i, I love it this when you is tell straight people up off. me that's just who you are i love it i love it when you tell people off <laughs> i love it what is <laughs> with these lingo words <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, so I, I saw you most recently at WrestleFest, and you uh, wrestled um, Black Rose. I forget his first Casey name. Black Casey Rose. Black Rose. There you go. That was one hell of a match. I was into it. I was just like, get it. Oh, my God. It was such a good match. <laughs> have you done intergender matches before? I'm old. I'm, I am... I, I don't I'm maybe not like a self-proclaimed but I've always done intergender wrestling really yes and my former tag team partner baby D we were fun and sexy and we always wrestled dudes because mm. it wasn't women tag team matches there was only twisted sisters or the sea stars gotcha. obviously gotcha. the twisted sisters very rarely link back up sea stars I don't even know what they're doing right, right. now right. um um, I have noticed like like a lot of women tag teams are kind of coming about, and I was I just saw Baby D a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Where the hell were all these women <laughs> whenever you and I were just crushing it, right. kicking all these men's asses? Yeah, and now and, and now they're coming out of the woodworks. <laughs> well, they do hit pretty hard, so wow, it's wow, complete valid. <laughs> so before before we get into that and jumping, let's go let's go back. How long have you been doing this? Um, let's see here. I don't really want to count the like one year that we all lost, oh, 2019. Right, right, right. right. Um, I started training December 2016, and I had my first match. Like, well, I had my unofficial match. It mm-hmm. was in March, and I wasn't. I didn't even graduate yet. Oh, I ended wow. up getting injured, oh, and wow. I was out for over a month. My trainer at the time, Canadian Red Devil, mm-hmm. was pissed. Wow. So, um. I, my, my first official official match was May 2017. Okay, okay. So what made you want to be a pro wrestler? Just like what every other person likes it. We just grew up loving it. We grew yeah. up watching it. And yeah. then you just kind of like... Um, well, one, one thing that I wish someone would have told me, because mm-hmm. I just kind of jumped right into it because I was 24. Okay. Um, I was just... I'm now I'm getting 24 and just need to do it. I just need right. to do it right now um, right. and just get into it. Um, how much dedication gotcha. that it takes because a lot of people come into the business thinking that they're going to make thousands and thousands of dollars or they're immediately going to like be on TV. And mm-hmm. a lot of people's journey is different. Right. But with mine, mine was very slow and steady. Gotcha. Uh, when I first started training, I'm living my dream of being a professional wrestler. When I first started, I didn't have any dreams or like aspirations to like be on WWE, to wrestle on TV. I just wanted to be a professional wrestler, and I am. Awesome. Um, So that's why I got into it. I grew up watching ECW. Nice. My mom hated it. (laughs) Um, My my uncle like would wake me up like in the middle of the night when it when when it would air on Saturdays like 11 p.m. Right. uh, my my favorite wrestler uh, is Sabu. Yes, I so love Sabu. I I do try like channel a little bit. I did channel some things of him over the weekend because 
uh, when I lost my prospect championship at mm. MPX last Saturday, um, it was a triple threat. It was against two guys. Oh, wow. So um, I had a lot to prove. So I just knew I had to do Sabu proud and bring out some chairs. And nice. unfortunately, I got hit in the head with the chair. Mm. And then I got hit with a go to sleep. Oh, wow. And But I didn't get pinned. So that is why. Like, so you I'm, weren't beaten. I, I didn't get pinned. Gotcha. I just lost it. I, gotcha. I didn't get pinned. So they the, uh, the management promotions allowing me to like invoke my like um rematch clause okay so i can try and go for it but now i'm i'm having to wrestle another triple threat against other two guys wow the new the new uh, prospect champion tommy dean which mm-hmm. i've known him because we're both from oklahoma okay but he started like maybe a couple of years after i did but right. he just stayed in oklahoma okay um and then sebastian envy gotcha and I don't really know too much about him. I I do know he I do I do know him from my Oklahoma days. Mm-hmm. Um, but he kind of wrestles like a, up and down the Midwest. But I don't I don't know where he's out of. I got you. I got you. I, it's, I, as you were saying that, I was reminded that we were having a conversation before we started earlier. I was telling Corvus the one thing I find really interesting about the world of the independents is that. It's definitely like not like TV. Like you have AEW wrestlers, then you have WWE wrestlers. You have you know Impact wrestlers. You guys go everywhere. There's not like one promotion that you're a part of. You just where you get booked. That's where you go. Do you have a place that you would consider home base? Like, is there a company um, that's kind of home? It would be MPX. Okay. Um, and de- definitely anytime I get to wrestle back home in, in Oklahoma, gotcha. It's definitely home. Um. But yeah, for me, it'll be MPX because whenever I, because I moved, oh wait, I have to go back. I trained December 2015, mm-hmm. debuted in 2016. Because gotcha. I remember, I remember the date specifically, it was 4-20-2017. Right. I picked up my life and then moved to Dallas to wow. start training, to get more experience, to right. wrestle more people. And then with, I, I like intergender wrestling because I feel like wrestling a guy, even though some people kind of frown upon it Mm -hmm. i feel like it makes me better right it makes me feel more strong right and then when i'm going back to wrestling a woman which not to discredit any woman but you know i kind of hit a little bit harder now yeah (laughs) than than the most women so i i I, and like i i'm always out there to protect them but i i guess just from being in wrestling men for so long yeah i just kind of forget yeah yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest. When I saw you wrestling uh, Casey, and I think it's just kind of a normal thing because that's what you're conditioned to see. If you see a guy wrestling a girl, you know, and a move is done on the girl, you automatically kind of go, ooh, like like th- assuming, right, that she's can't take it or she's going to get hurt. And I'll be honest, at the beginning of the match, that's kind of how I felt. But as the match kept going, I started doing that more with Casey because you were laying them in. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Casey, you getting your ass handed to you, boy. And it was it was awesome. And and I saw you wrestle at uh, Olympus. And ooh, those shots you were giving, uh, I, I don't remember her name, but who you were wrestling, I heard them. And I was just like, ouch. Ooh, ouch. Hey, she she was giving it back to <laughs> she me. Was, so she was. She, she was. was. It was a great match. <laughs> it was a really, really good match. The um, one thing, like, um, I, I do have some fans in Uvalde. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, maybe it's because I have a little bit of, like, well, I don't like small talk, so I hardly ever go out right. on intermission. I stay right, in the right, locker right. room, stay to myself. Right. Um, but, like, the minute that I'm 
I couldn't even like say one word when I got the microphone right. at Evolde and just yeah. instantly booing. Yeah, I heard it. I was, <laughs> it was it's annoying. I don't like that crowd. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. Mm. I, but then again, what else are you gonna do in small ass town Evolde? Wow. Come watch Phoebe. Wow. Of course. Phoebe, <laughs> Phoebe, that's where I grew up. <laughs> Man, well, talk well, about town. Well, I can see why, like, the the <laughs> crowd is, like, such a big draw. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what else are you going to do? You're just probably going to watch horse poop just dry up. <laughs> I've drove through that town so many times. I can't argue uh, with that one right a, there. Wow. You have a Walmart and a Subway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never been to Uvalde. I'm supposed to go this week with you. I'm going to head to I gotta be. I love. I love you. I love you, Valde. I grew up there, but she's not wrong. <laughs> she's. Not There's a wrong. reason why we're not in Uvalde right now. <laughs> That's why I live here. <laughs> now, now, like I said, I watched several of your matches on YouTube, and some of your earlier work was a little more fun. Yeah. Yes, you had the hula hoop gimmick. You had mm-hmm. that going on. Where did that come about? Like when you come came in with that gimmick, how did that come about? Um. Well, truthfully, it was like freshman year in college, mm-hmm. was just partying, do a little bit of psychedelics, and just started playing with some glow-in-the-dark sticks, and oh, cool. started doing the hula hooping, um, and I kind of, I held on to that because I thought it was really fun, and then when I moved back home, uh, when I was done with college, moved back home to Tulsa, I started doing it more and more, and then I got a job at Margaritaville as a stilt walker slash entertainer, so I'll just be walking on stilts and oh, wow. basically just like being that that fun Phoebe that you'd see, seen online. Right. That was me, like completely. Um, and then I ended up went whenever I moved to Dallas, I started working for this entertainment company, B3 Entertainment, mm-hmm. as a hula hooper and stilt walker. So wow. like if like um if there was like any festivals or like even at clubs, like uh, I remember one time um it was like over the 4th of July weekend and I'm just in stilts like a little Indian cowgirl just walking on stilts, wow. just having fun and doing that stuff. And so whenever um I started training my trainer, he saw that I did this and he said, why don't you do this? Why don't you, why don't you have this as your gimmick? Because yeah. there's nothing like this. There's nothing. N- no one's doing what you're doing. It was original and something yeah. just for you, basically. I I liked it. The reason why I got rid of it was because um, it was too fun. It was oh. too, um, I wasn't mean taking seriously. I would just put in like, um matches with people that you know uh didn't think that i could wrestle okay okay because all they saw was hula hoop and then like even promoters like when i was first starting to travel um they didn't even bother to remember my name and then they would just call me hula hoop wow so after and then whenever i started linking up with baby d when we became fun and sexy i started getting no, people started taking me a little bit more seriously because right. now I can like kind of show off a little bit more of my wrestling skills and right. not not have people just see the hula hoop. Yeah. And then whenever she retired, I was like, well, I might as well just retire this too. And then just and then like uh, during the pandemic, I was just trying to figure out like, what am I going to do as another gimmick? Because I don't want to be like another woman wrestler. Every mm-hmm. other woman that you see, they're just a sassy 
woman right, right that right. just does arm drags right 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 and if that if that even like bothers anyone then i'm sorry yeah but yeah. oh well <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i i i spoke to jazz about it uh, when i moved to san antonio and i was just i was like i gotta do something i need to do something mm-hmm. i need to do something different mm-hmm. and it was to just like, completely get rid of it and just kind of see how it goes. And now I've just kind of like evolved into an actual wrestler. Right. Um, I, I, I do get compliments from, from some promoters that like I'm bringing back. Because I want to bring back that old school like wrestling. Yes. Right. And so that's where I'm kind of. I'm pulling out different ideas from different eras of mm-hmm. professional notice wrestling. That, notice that like the style, your style in the ring is very old school. Wrestling. Yeah, you're Which never gonna. To see. <laughs> if you ever see me on the top rope doing like a moonsault, then I'm freaking. <laughs> I just <laughs> lied about everything I just said, <laughs> but I'm never gonna do that. Right, ever. right, right. No, and I, I mean, he's right. I noticed that right away too. Like, you're really wrestling. It, it's you know what I mean. Like, you're really putting on moves. You're really like I said that match with Casey. It was the prime example of that. And uh, yes, very, very impressive. You ever plan on bringing back the hula hoop or are you done with it for good? I am actually bringing back the hula hoop May 28th for it's going to be in Houston uh-huh. for Women of Hardcore. Ooh. And it's going to be the first ever all women's deathmatch tournament. And I am the first entrant. Really? So I, my now my new, I guess I'm a deathmatch wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> so you never, but, you never wrestled a deathmatch before? No, I always joked that I was going to be in my retirement match because a bitch is going to have to kill me. You know what I mean? Wow. But I'm bringing up my hula hoop. Fi- I, have, I have fire hoop that wow. I like to play with. Um, so I'm going to rig my other hula hoops with thumbtacks. Like <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to rig one for thumbtacks um i know like the finals in the tournament is like no rope barbed wire match so um i don't know how it's gonna go it's in houston hold on (laughs) you're you're not at all nervous about that i'm terrified i don't know why i I am extremely nervous my uh my match was the first one to be announced over the weekend this Mm -hmm. past week um, so I'm wrestling Vita Von Starm. So if you've watched Ring of Honor, she does. Yes. Okay. So you know who she is. Yes. Great. Um, I, so yeah, this is, that's the first match going to be now. So wow. I do know like Miranda Alizé is on it, but she's not going to do the death match. She's just going to do like a regular, regular match. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're also bringing in like actual death match women wrestlers that, mm. but it, it, if you're a fan of death match, then you'll know who they are, but to plug them, women of hardcore on Instagram and Facebook, wow. and then wow. and if you follow me, like I I try and share as much as I right. can. And you said this is in May, in Houston, the the Coliseum. We may have to make a trip. <laughs> I mean, it I'm, is a Saturday. I it's about her retirement, man. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Wow, that's I'm I'm definitely intrigued yeah. by that. Yeah. So, so I I have to ask because you were you were you were. <laughs> Bad mouthing the town I grew up in. How did you get into Uvalde? What happened there? Like she stumbled in there. Yeah, how did you stumble into Uvalde? <laughs> I got an email. I highballed them. They accepted, and then I showed up to make my money. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> That's what I'm I will wrestle anywhere, 
and I'll, I'll, I'll wrestle just about anywhere. Wow. Now, you know, I know you mentioned, you know, you know name drop Jazz, and I did see the match on YouTube that you wrestled her. Um, is there any other, like, big-time, like, named wrestlers that you've wrestled with? Um, Victoria from, well... Lisa Ty- Barone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Taya. Nice. Um, they were actually tag match. Um, me and Baby D, we actually wrestled them. Wow. So, like, the, I guess, like, the two people that they were supposed to wrestle, they had called out, and there was, like, so many people, like, on the show that was like, are you kidding me? Like, there's only one female tag team in this entire state, Fun and Sexy, and that wasn't your first option. Oh, dang. So, they, they, so they, they contacted us, and then that's, that's who we got to wrestle. It's nowhere online. I've... I mean, really? I, there, there's like some videos like on on certain like Instagrams or Facebook, but you would have to like actually do like a deep dive, right, right, to find that. I think I have some clips on my Instagram that I'll have to check later. Okay. Um, who else? I wrestled uh, Santana Garrett in like a Fatal Four Way, but this was like 2017 or something like that, mm-hmm. or 2016. No, it was 2016. It was at River City Wrestling over in san antonio and that was whenever they were going to champion the first women champion okay. who was delilah doom uh, or they, they put that on uh, no wait it was katie forbes i'm sorry okay it was katie forbes and delilah doom they were in the finals ah, okay and okay. so katie forbes became their first champion but in the fatal four-way it was me skylar slice delilah doom and santana garrett gotcha, gotcha. um i wrestled holla dead which is really fun She's, oh, she's extremely she's strong. Yeah, I'm extremely strong. I saw her in Buda with <laughs> her wrestling. Yeah, she is strong. <laughs> um, I got to work a little bit with um, Session Moth Martina whenever she came over to the States. Uh, Indy Hartwell before she got signed. Wow. Um, who else? Cause I can keep listing, listing obviously thunder rosa but only one time but whenever her and holly were twister sisters yeah. uh, in the beginning yeah it was like me and baby d we we, we wrestled each other That's so awesome. many times that is awesome um i can't remember who else because i kind of get put in like random matches or just like intergender matches mostly right, so right. whenever i do get to wrestle a woman i get i'm really nervous and i'm excited because right. like oh no i can finally wrestle another woman instead of yeah now do do the other women get nervous to have to wrestle you because the scene that you've wrestled so many men in different intergender matches are they hesitant to get in the ring with you no okay. I, I, I i think it's more of like 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 a, a mutual respect thing of like they've they've done all of this but you know obviously i've, I've worked with a lot of other men mm-hmm. and, and wrestled a lot of men right. and you'll be surprised there are a lot of women out there that want to wrestle men but like some promoters and and the bookers it's if if they approve of it or right not. it's up to them yeah if they want to do it thankfully i've had a longevity of wrestling men so long that yeah. it's just i i get the green light every time that's awesome that's I think awesome. It's also society's perspective on how that comes about you know because yeah. I, I i with intergender wrestling it's a different concept of like Every man that I've wrestled, they did not hold back at all. They just mm-hmm. treated me like another competitor. Um, but, damn, sometimes, like, I get hit sometimes. Yeah. 
and not not like punches or anything but like i take like a move and like if it was another woman like someone we're just not naturally strong like that we can't right, just right. lift and chunk you right over right. our shoulder but with them dude seen you in the ring. You're pretty <laughs> <laughs> i've seen you lift up some girls in the corner of that so. <laughs> that's well awesome. it was that or they just get choked out so they have to move with me whether that, that, regardless that, that, if that's they true, that's true they so you you mentioned earlier how you are living your dream now because your dream was to be a professional wrestler it wasn't really mm-hmm. about getting on one of the big companies in tv or anything like that but I got to ask now, everybody knows about AEW, how a, how well AEW is doing. And the fact that AEW seems to be opening the door to a lot of indie stars and stuff like that. Do you ever think about possibly the, the opportunity maybe to do a go to AEW, maybe do AEW Dark or anything like that? Oh, yeah. Especially whenever they first started like doing AEW Dark mm-hmm. in the beginning, like right. a year and a half ago or so. But I mean, I I would be lying if I didn't say that I wanted to wrestle there or I didn't want to wrestle Impact or WWE. Right, right. Um, I think more of it as if that opportunity comes to me, great. Right. Um, but uh, what a lot of people don't understand is it's n- it's really hard to even get those type of opportunities. It's more this business is all about luck, being at the right place, right time, mm. and it's a lot about networking. Right, right. You have to know a lot of people to have them even remember your name, you know. So it it took it took me this long for people to remember Phoebe and not just Hula Hoop. So one one little step at a time, you know, will be great. Yeah, for sure, for (laughs) sure, man. That's that's awesome. Um, so what uh, you 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 mentioned the match that you have coming up in May. You also said you were going to be wrestling for your. You tried to get your title back, and that was was it this weekend or. Yes, Saturday right, this in two days. Yeah, ooh, man, and that's going to be in Dallas again. Yeah, it was uh, for uh, just outside of Fort Worth. Okay, it's Bedford, but okay. it's one of the it's one of the suburbs in DFW. Gotcha, gotcha. So this weekend, um, and after that, what do you have coming up after that? I am taking a break. Yeah, because I have been wrestling. Huh? Yeah, I've been <laughs> wrestling. Um, every weekend. So, but I'm I'm like I I need to take a break because I'm moving back home to Oklahoma. Oh wow. I want to go. I met. Well, I've been in Texas for about five years now. I'm homesick. I'm kind of ready yeah. to go back. How'd you like Texas? Um, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just here to train and wrestle, and now that I got where I need to go, I'm gonna go back home. Now, <laughs> God, I love your bluntness. I, I, love, it. I, I love it. I love it. Hurts a little bit from Texas, but still. Now, now, I noticed on your uh, Facebook account you have. Um, a link for subscribing for your weekly newsletter you're doing mm-hmm. okay and i subscribed too and i read a couple nice of um and i saw that you're trained to be a boxer yes i have so i ca- i've kept it a secret i'm not actually um going to go out on social media as of yet um i ha- i started training what month is this February. February. So this was last may is when i started going and then at that time i was going like five five days a week but it was just mostly about the fundamentals. Um, it's not like professional wrestling where you can train for like three to five months or so and have your first wrestling match, which I don't think that should have ever happened. But, hey, that's how I started. Um, I, I do believe that to be a professional wrestler, you need more and more and more and more training. Right. And not just three months, but whatever. I'm, I'm not a trainer, so I don't know. 
Um, but with boxing, it takes it's just like anywhere from 14 to 16 months mm. of training and then just upping your cardio. Um, I don't wrestle train anymore. Okay. Um, but the reason why I want to move back is because like my for, one of my former trainers, Mascara Papora, came back from tour in Mexico. So if you have any time, um, well, he, he mostly wrestled in Mexico, but, you know, Mascara Papora, mm-hmm. an incredible luchador. That's where I learned some of my moves I still do now. But he's coming back to Oklahoma and I kind of want to like try and do a backflip or something, oh, do a little you. bit kind of kind of show off my agility or something right um but i did look into more boxing training so i'm having my body rest before i go back into it well, but i'm shooting for my sense. first boxing match in november oh wow that's a whole different ball game too yes yeah so that's awesome so how um I'm just now getting into the independent scene, like like scoping it out and stuff. I mean, I've always known it's been there. I've been a wrestling fan since I was five years old. And uh, and back when I was a kid, you'd see all the local shows here and stuff. That's how where I saw Shawn Michaels for the first time, Ric Flair and all that. And then, of course, growing up, you get into WWE and all mm-hmm. that. And so I hadn't really paid any attention to a lot of the indie stuff until starting this podcast and I'm I'm really just kind of fascinated by the by the whole world of uh, indie wrestling. How's the indie wrestling scene in Oklahoma? Is it is it as vibrant as Texas is, or you know, uh oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like so. Uh, oh, how am I going to say this? There's literally maybe three promotions in the entire state. Okay. When I first started, I was one of four women wrestlers. Uh-huh. Um, and then we got a fifth one. Um, now it's just four of us now. Gotcha. Um, there's a reason why I left. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> to kind of wrestle a bit more, get you. a little bit more experience. I got you. Um, so there, there's only one promotion that I've, that, because I wrestle on it. Mm-hmm. Duh. Um, yeah. it's Core Professional Wrestling. It's in Sand Springs, Oklahoma. It is, uh, co-owned with Skylar Slice and Nathan Estrada. Okay. They are both wrestlers. Uh, what's great about that company is though, like, all their money that they gain, they give it to their church. Oh, wow. And all, all the money is, to help like um provide like some sports equipment or something for for the church or like wow. you know like a new uh, basketball goal or right. like new new things for their church and right. then um it's great because like it's in their church but also we get all walks of life that come in because you you're, you feel more welcomed mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. um so it's really great um which I'm also going to be wrestling Skylar Slice at MPX February twentieth. Oh, nice. Um, so all women show it's for free. Awesome. So it's a, it's a, it's a Sunday, February twentieth. I'll be wrestling her. Um, and then uh, Nathan Estrada, he just debuted on MPX last Saturday too. Okay. okay. But he took like a three year break, so now he's coming back into it. And wow. Skyler, she's been wrestling this whole time. Right. Right. Now I'm curious because you talk about taking the breaks. Um, now you're wrestling. Um, night, you know, week every weekend. But when you take the time off, does it? Does your body have to adjust back to taking the bumps that you do in the ring? No, I think it's more like muscle memory. Okay. It, it it hurts if you take something new 
I think. Gotcha. Um, or if you haven't taken anything in a long time, mm-hmm. like I think for me would be like having to pick up someone that weighs more than me because mm-hmm. <laughs> that like so I, I hardly ever do that um but no it's it's all it's all muscle memory really wow it all doesn't feel that, good yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. i'm trying <laughs> it definitely doesn't feel good though like taking moves giving moves mm-hmm. all that but definitely a lot of wear and tear on, on your body we were talking about that when we were talking to corvus that you know uh i hate the f word when people say, oh, you know, pro wrestling's fake. And that's like one of my biggest like pet peeves when people say that. I'm like, I, Draws is paralyzed because of something that happened in the wrestling ring. You know, it's like, this isn't fake, you know. Um, and it just bothers me. I, I think professional wrestling doesn't get the respect that it deserves, in my opinion. Um, just not in the States. It has a lot more respect, like literally anywhere else in yeah, the entire right world. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen, uh, like like promotions from mexico and oh my god people go like there's yeah. so much especially in there. japan in japan too in yes. europe yes in canada sure. as for well sure. have you ever have you ever wrestled outside of the country yeah in canada and in europe oh that's awesome i'm i awesome. want to at least go to mexico but i'm a little bit terrified because i don't know spanish <laughs> <laughs> i do want to go back to mexico i mean uh europe um i do want to wrestle in japan yeah um i think that's i, I was supposed to go back to canada to do another tour uh-huh. but it was like 2019 in the summer i was supposed to wrestle 36 days in a row wow now when you talk about indie wrestling like this is like indie indie right. it's where we all kind of com- uh comrade it mm-hmm. it's all like kind of it's like circus on wheels wow you set everything up the chairs everything right put on the show right you split the house you tear everything down you load it back up you drive two three hours to the next place maybe get four or five hours of sleep in the hotel wake back up drive some more to the next place set everything back up over and over and over that's in now that is straight up independent wrestling yeah there there is a big difference of like like obviously i am an independent wrestler right but that's like indie that's like old school type of thing because it's it's your promotion and yeah if if you are and there, there's no contracts or anything, but mm-hmm. if you are connected with the promotion, this was this would probably be back like in the territorial days. But right. uh, to, just to kind of bring some examples to that, like mm-hmm. if you wrestle there, you wrestle there, and you help set everything up, tear everything down, everything. Wow, yeah, definitely paying your dues for sure. Yeah. Wow, that is. And some awesome. rings are so heavy. There are some. There there was a ring in Chicago, and I I forgot what promotion it was, but. I swear, I it was so heavy. Three of us had to pick up boards. Like, wow. It was incredibly heavy, but it just kind of depends on the ring. Um, but I mean, I loved it. I mm. loved every minute of it, mm. and I was really looking forward to it because when am I ever gonna say I wrestled thirty six days in a row? Yeah. I probably would have sucked. I think the the only person that I know that did that long was um, Jimmy Jacobs, but. He said, like, by the time his, like, 20th match in a row, like, everything started hurting. Mm. Like, his neck, his back. And right. he, he, he ended up, um, 
I don't know, like, I guess I, I would have to splurge on, like, one of those massage guns. And they're, like, $300, <laughs> right. but I would have just caved just for my neck. But no, I haven't got to do that. Was it because that. of COVID that, that didn't yeah. happen? Yeah, well, yeah, the, uh, the borders shut down. Oh, that's right, that's right. Wow, COVID sucks. Yeah. So uh, one last question as we wind down here. Since you said you are moving back home, you are going back uh, to Oklahoma uh, you plan on coming back to Texas for, for shows? or? No, I have to. I'm booked here. You are? <laughs> so you have to come back to... to wow. Sorry. <laughs> coming back because she loves the business. Yes, yes. But and it definitely ain't Texas. <laughs> but, but, but since like things are starting to open back up, like mm-hmm. I'll be able to contact the promotions that right i did wrestle for right. i've never wrestled on the west coast so that'll be fun oh, but there's awesome. not a whole lot of action on the west coast mm. i think there's maybe like two promotions in california mm. maybe one in vegas um there's like another one in new mexico but that i now a lot of promotions are having like one show every three or six months wow but at MPX, they do a show every Saturday. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they have hardcore wrestling fans that show up yeah. every single Saturday. Okay, that's going to be another one we're going to need to make a journey <laughs> to. Yeah, that's our that's our goal for our podcast is we want to go check out a bunch of different uh, indie wrestling shows and, you know, just kind of meet different stars, maybe get them on. You know, I was we were talking about we're going to get some uh, mobile equipment mm-hmm. take it with us maybe we can do a spot on podcast right there just because we love it man we love professional wrestling we always have and you know so having like having yourself and corvus on our show was is a big deal for us because uh-huh. you know i mean you guys <laughs> y'all are living the dream that we wish we could have i guess you know because in our heads we're still we're, we're wrestlers and stuff like that so you know you um, can still train belts yeah you yeah. can still train yeah you can but i'm i'm pretty old so <laughs> You can do. I'm sure. I'm sure you can do like a back roll. I'm sure you can do some four rolls. Look, hyping us up. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I'm like. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can do some you rolls and me. stuff. And when when I was at the at the AWP show and I saw that ring in front of me, I was like, I could get up there. You can. You can. <laughs> so wrestling's for everybody. I know. Wrestling's for wrestling's for everybody. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if I get hit again by Daniel Ryan. I might have to. Why do you have to say? <laughs> hey, Edge is like fifty, and yeah. he's still that's true. Still that's true. doing his thing. That is true. So that is true. You just gotta, you just gotta nut up and shut up and yeah. get in that ring and start training. Yeah, you're right, dude. She, she's hyping us. <laughs> <up right there. laughs> I do have to say though, as a father of a young daughter, hearing your story and hearing you, you know, wrestling. Uh, my son wrestled in high school, so I've gone to tournaments where I've seen girls wrestle guys and everything, and my daughter's seen that. She loves watching wrestling with me also, so... Oh, nice. It's good to see someone like you take that passion and move forward with it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so sports, much. So I hope I should... I <laughs> should you know, it's exciting. I'm definitely going to expose her to your matches on YouTube and show her that, you know... Maybe one day take her live. Maybe take her live, you know? Just not at Uvalde, because those kids over there are bad. No, I body checked a kid. Yeah, I'm looking at one. <laughs> I don't know if nice. you, I like to tell this story because I hate that town. Um, <laughs> I body checked a kid. I think I she was like that. maybe eight or something. Was this at Olympus? Yeah. Because I saw they were all kind of swarming you when you were like coming they out. Were, like I was just like, dang, let me get out. I'm trying to get back, whatever. And then this kid, little girl. 
just put her middle finger up in my face, so I body checked her. <laughs> hey, I'll be the first to say she she deserved it. She deserved it. She uh, touched me first, and I didn't right. put any hands on her. I just did a little. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's that's I I hear you. I was like, damn, where are your parents? Yeah. They're over there. They're over chugging six packs in the back. I'm like, oh my gosh. What the heck? Yeah, that's the town I grew up in. <laughs> yeah, that's the town I grew up in right there. And that says it all right there. <laughs> I should. I, I don't know when I'll be back though. Um, not 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 next weekend. Um, but I don't know. Well, when you do, sure. I, I, I'll probably be there because nice. I, I definitely <laughs> want to go. Uh, I I really did enjoy the the entire show that they had. I was really impressed. Uh, you got to understand that was probably the second indie show I had been to in years, right? So to see the level of professionalism that they had with everything that they did at that show, I was really impressed, really impressed. And then the action in the ring, it's like, no, these are pros that do it. You know what I mean? Because I think there's this misconception that if you're not in WWE and you're not in AEW, then you're not really a pro. No, you, y'all are pros. You know, I have never it, heard that misconception. I, well, trust I, me, I, I have. <laughs> I think it's more of like, um, you know, if, if you're not wrestling on TV, right? Then you're not the real deal. But we're yeah. we're all we're all professional wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. So and, some of our journeys definitely take a different path. Right, right. I'm, of course, I want to wrestle on TV, and I got this random opportunity to wrestle a death match. So mm-hmm. that 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 was on my wrestling bucket list. So I was like screw it right right sure i yeah. guess i'll do it now i'm just i'm really scared yeah, <laughs> and i, I can't believe i, I su- can't believe i agreed to that well, i think i think we're gonna see about making a trip to go so. see that in houston because that that sounds exciting and uh when we go we'll look you up maybe we'll inter- interview you there like right before maybe even right Don't after touch we'll her first, she'll check you. <laughs> i know no, i won't touch you i promise hey I hey we us wrestlers are really nice but the minute you want to touch us you're right all right. bets are off. Well, I think right. it's just like any other profession. I mean, <laughs> of course. Respect to yeah. the, you know, the entertainers. Those are putting on a show for you and not yeah. take advantage of that and assume that you can just go up there and Exactly. Touch yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Phoebe, I just want to tell you thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, uh, it was a pleasure yes. talking to Very you. Nice. Um, even though you you know talk bad about Uvalde, it's all right. I'll let that go. Hey, man. <laughs> we, we can like, oh, whoa. I don't know why my... What happened? Oh, <laughs> my watch is going off. Oh, sorry. Um, but no, it was it was great having you on the show. Um, I man, I, I I can't wait to see you get again live for sure because I love watching you uh, watching you wrestle. It was it was awesome. Um, but uh, now's your chance to plug your social oh, medias, yes. plug all your stuff, and uh, Corvus will give you a chance to do that. I'm sorry, I forgot to do that. <laughs> yeah, he's still here, folks. Just so you know. But go ahead. Um. Well, MPX Saturday. Then the 20th, uh, back in Oklahoma, the 4th. I have DreamCon the 19th in March and the 20th in March. Um, I'm still open for WrestleMania bookings. Nice. Well, actually, I think I got one booking, but I have to still confirm. Um, yeah, I noticed there's a lot of shows on the weekend of WrestleMania. There's like 60. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I saw that. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, May 28th, because I'm kind of preparing mentally preparing for myself right may 28th women of hardcore first ever all women's deathmatch tournament um i'm on instagram and twitter 
uh, Phoebe underscore one love. It's all spelled out. Okay. Um, especially and on Facebook, you okay. can kind of find me on there. Cool. But I send out weekly newsletters every Sunday at nine a.m. Nice. Central Standard Time. Nice. Uh, it's you can subscribe at Substack dot. Oh shit! <laughs> um, she got to look it up. <laughs> it's like Substack something. Uh, that, that, that's cool. Put her, put her on the right while you're looking for that i'm gonna ask you one last question um i was I, I it slipped my mind earlier but knowing that you're doing this death match have you at least come to terms that you are going to bleed oh no i already know <laughs> i already know i'm kind of like low-key thinking about like um getting some like harlem pants or something something like sabu would wear oh right 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 yeah oh wait i already forgot to mention so my deathmatch name now it's not gonna be phoebe it's okay. triple h phoebe no relation um <laughs> <laughs> hardcore hula hoop phoebe nice so triple h phoebe like nice oh, okay so i found the website sorry okay. it's do it like phoebe dot substack dot com and okay. then substack is like substitute teacher yeah substack.com okay cool emailed every sunday and the great thing about my newsletter is you know i i'm still can i'm I'm still continuing to give updates on like boxing and wrestling especially Mm. just kind of like my mental journey while i'm kind of just before i retire right um but i do put out um a throwback match oh cool on it and then i do include and it's just women wrestlers but like i put on a random women's wrestling match that i know you probably never heard of them before you probably would never thought about right looking them up or or and even from promotions that are either no longer existing or like they're still little unknown type of promotions. so I'm, right. I'm definitely shedding more light on um new new or old women wrestlers and then other promotions as awesome. well as like throwing in some of like my throwback matches from when I was still hula hooping. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm definitely gonna get in on that too. So that's great. Well, I again, did, sir. <laughs> I know you did. I uh, also do like workouts of the week that I oh, like cool. to do, and like song of the weeks that kind of like stay stuck in my head. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm working on like um, with my Spotify, like linking every song of the week that I've had on a newsletter and just kind of linking oh, nice. it all together. Yeah, but. Uh, if you go, if you find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, my my link to my newsletter is linked all in my bio. Awesome, awesome, so great. All right, well, you got all the information. You guys got to go and follow her. And if she comes anywhere near you, definitely go check her out. Perform. I promise you, you will not be sorry. Great, great. Thank you again so much Thanks. for being on the show. So we really here. appreciate you driving all this way uh, to Seguin. I know we're a small town, but we're not like Valdi. <laughs> so I'm just saying. At least you have a Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> I love chilies. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again. So, uh, all right, we're going to take another commercial break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to wrap things up. And we're going to bring Corvus back on so he can promote his stuff, too. Because we got so <laughs> in-depth in what he was saying, we forgot to ask that part. But, <laughs> but thankfully, he's still here. So we'll do that when we come back right after these messages. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back-to-basics, no-fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. 
Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you with the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight, increase stamina, or gain mass? Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned, Metroplex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. And we are back, and real quick before we uh, get into our, our third segment here, me and uh, Kayfabe Chris, uh, we brought Corvus back. And Corvus, I'm so sorry we didn't give you an opportunity to, <laughs> to to promote your stuff, man. I want you to take this opportunity to just let the people out there know how to find you. Uh, maybe the next show you talked about you were going to do, give them that information. But how can people connect with you? So on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, it's my name, Corvus, C-O-R-V-I-C-E, and then underscore. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, you just type in Corvus, you'll find me. Um, as far as shows, February 11th, I have TWA in San Antonio for the Texas Cash-In Battle Royal. And WrestleMania weekend, I am with um, Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. Oh, awesome. And then there's a couple more that I cannot announce just yet i got you but, but that's it. but if we're following you on social media you're gonna announce it there oh, yeah, right absolutely there you go so if you want the latest information on corvus and where he's gonna be find him on, on on social media he just gave the information we'll make sure to post it up on our page as well um and uh then you'll get to see this man in action so again corvus thank you so much really do appreciate you yes, being man. here man thank you this is yeah. a lot of fun i'm i'm we're gonna de- we're definitely gonna do it again for sure yeah. for sure so uh now me and chris are gonna talk a little bit about AEW uh here in just a second let me just get some things situated here all right yeah so we're good there so uh man that was an awesome conversation both of those performers of uh, Phoebe and of course Corvus um is it just me or did things get a little little tense with you a little tense there man I was uh, <laughs> I thought they were gonna throw some hands she's an intergender fighter so I, I mean, know man she started I'm, talking I'm, mess about you I'm, I'm going to put some money on her yeah I know right <laughs> as opposed to you yeah no doubt no doubt when she started talking mess about you I'm just like uh <laughs> you're like I want to fight her but it's so true yeah I can't I can't <laughs> argue with what she said at all because <laughs> I I'm from there and yeah let's just be real that's how it is <laughs> yeah so but anyway um and uh i know right now those that are listening to the podcast are like oh i can hear chris so well now um unfortunately we did have some technical difficulties and apparently that whole time chris we didn't get any of your vocal and I, i'm sorry about that i'm gonna have to figure so those out of y'all that like to listen to the podcast and listen to my voice <laughs> i apologize <laughs> that you're not gonna be able to hear this sensual <laughs> vocals this week well, they're hearing it now, so that's good. Yeah, if you get something out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I do apologize ahead of uh, ahead of time, as you're listening to this, I should say, uh, for the way that that did come out. That's not usually how we do things, but hey, man, sometimes it's the ghost in the machine, and it just it ends up happening that way. We so. roll with the punches. Exactly. Uh, at least you guys got to hear Corvus. You got to hear Phoebe. You got to hear what they're all about. You got to hear what's coming up for them. I, I to me, that was the important part. Not the 
Chris is an important. He's very important, man. He's my partner. Um, so, uh, but I promise, next podcast will be better. We need my new cords, is what it is. So, <laughs> if you need, if you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> yeah, you want to hook us up a little this, bit. This is the good time to go in there and ask for sponsors, right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> anyway, so. This is our third segment, and we already knew what we were going to talk about. Like before we even started the show, I think yeah. I think we were right here. We were, with us. We, we got to talk about dynamite, bro. Ooh, dynamite! And that's the perfect like description word for it. That show was dynamite. Not a I mean, single bad thing to say no, about dynamite last night. It was oh my god, bell to bell. That yes, that, that was an amazing, yes. amazing. And show. and and for me. I love, and just like I know you do, watching wrestling, and when it evokes, it invokes a feeling in you. Yeah, that's when it's good. And bell to bell, from the beginning to the end, I was feeling, bro. I was, I was pissed off at MJF when he came out at the beginning. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that's what it's about. I, I did man. tell my wife that uh, when I come out at my wedding, that I need to uh, come out like that <laughs> <laughs> on a throne being carried. Just saying. Yeah, I'm sure she went for that. Right? Make it all about me that day. <laughs> I'm sure she was like, yeah, honey, let's do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, man, that show was amazing. So let's. I, I, I think that there's, there's a couple of things that really stick out in that show. So let's kind of hit on that a little bit. Let's start with uh, the most obvious one, and that is Keith effing Lee, bro. Limitless. He showed up and showed out. Yes, he did. And correct me if I'm wrong, but did he not look, first of all, phenomenal, right? He looked yeah. amazing. But not only that, he looked like, this is this is me. This is, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? There was no hesitation. He looked happy. Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yes. There was no hesitations. There was nothing. Like, he was on it. He was in where he needed to be. So... I definitely think what happened at WWE was a good lesson learned for him, and he's yeah. where he needs to be now. I am excited to see what Keith Lee's going to bring. Uh, I'm sure you listened to Busted Open today, right? Yes. Some of those matches that that Dave LaGreca was spewing out about wanting to see, I'm I'm there. Yeah, I'm there for it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Murderhawk Monster versus Keith Lee, bro. Hell yeah. You know, um, freaking. I was about to call him Rusev. <laughs> <laughs> Miro, <laughs> freaking Miro, Keith Lee, yes, you know what I'm saying. Like there is just so many Wardlow, Keith, Lee, oh Wardlow. My God, there's just so many um, that I, I mean, I would say yes, I want to see that. Uh, freaking, uh, what's his name? Um, Powerhouse Hobbs, yes, and Keith Lee. Come on, man, you know what I'm saying. But the way he threw. <laughs> <laughs> How high did he get in the? Um, <laughs> my God, that was what ten feet in the that, air. I'm that like, was not a regulation goal, people. No, that was not. I was like, oh my God! If you guys have not seen uh, Dynamite yet, I I don't know what to tell you. you guys. Need to get on there and yes. watch it because that was awesome. Awesome. Did you pop like I did? I oh know. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I was I was actually eating dinner, so I had on. I was watching while I was eating dinner. Right. And I was turning on halfway about put food in my mouth, I'm like, oh shit, it's Keith Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, man, that's pretty much how I was. My my wife, um, what was she doing at the time? I think she was I don't know if she was going upstairs or what. And everything's quiet because I'm the only one watching, right? And everything, uh and then all of a sudden I just go, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, that was that was my response. Not to take away from Jay White walking through no. the forbidden door early in the evening in the yeah. segment, yeah. but this was definitely you know yeah a huge problem. So, so I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not very familiar with the New Japan guys. I'm right. Really not. So when he came out, for me, it wasn't that big of a deal because I didn't know who he was. But I honestly thought like, it was Brian Kendrick for a second, just from the back view. Dude, I didn't even think about that. You know? About Brian and Kendrick. then when I saw him turn the angle, I was like, he looks like Jay White. Yeah. You know? And again, I'm not as far. I mean, I've watched New Japan from now here now and then. Right, right. But um, as far as his work lately, I haven't right. seen much. So. Right. Yeah. And well, then I found out, of course, watching later. In the same show, I guess this is all like Bullet Club type yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Like he's part of the Bullet Club yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's a big deal. Huge deal. And then let's go on to the other obvious one. Well, of course, there was, there was a great match with uh, Mox, CM Punk, and FTR. That was yeah. phenomenal. I actually just saw a post earlier, just to go on that real quick. Um, CM Punk wore the exact same trunks that he wore when he fought the Shield. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. And he got to team up with Mox. He got to team with Mox. Yeah, that wasn't on purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Dude, that's awesome. Did you catch, did you happen to catch the, I guess you could say the poke at what uh, Jeff Hardy did in WWE? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> Matt Hardy did the same thing? Yep, sure did. <laughs> I thought that was When cool. he walked out, I was like, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That little jab at wwe there that was that was something else um another one that stuck out to me was the uh, inner circle meeting yeah um that was that was a good segment dude man. santana on the mic he's gold bro like just him talking and what got me got to me was great was he didn't say jericho jericho is it chris yeah like he just because it's personal it's personal that's great storytelling yeah man. yeah for yeah. sure i mean you could definitely feel the uh, personal relationship going on there. Uh, Dave LaGreca mentioned it this morning. Again, shout out to Busted Open. Um, how when he grabbed Jericho by the neck, dude. Like, I've seen friends get in fights like that. Where yeah. the other one just grabs the other one. Like, he wants to hit him, but he doesn't want to hit him at the same time. And it's like, you're just so mad that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I felt that. Well, what triggered that made me laugh when he was like, hey, hey, Jake, you got a homicide of Hernandez's number? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and then and then the other thing that segment did is it showed, not that I didn't know this already, it just solidified it in my opinion. It definitely showed Sammy Guevara is a freaking star, bro. Yeah. He is bona fide a star. Like he could de he could definitely leave. And I know technically he kind of did, but he could definitely leave inner circle and he's going to be just fine on his own. Yeah. No doubt about it. I appreciate him wearing the two belts. Yes, yes, very so, much. Got to admit, it looks good on him. It did look good. It looks good on him for sure. Um, yeah, so that segment was gold for me. Yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I'm definitely, I'm there for the story, man. I want to see how week. this plays out. Yes, and dude, that's the other thing I'm loving about AEW, man. Every week they are giving you shit you want to see. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're not waiting two months from now or a month. From yeah, now. like they're giving it to you. You know, two weeks away. But they're also kind of keeping that long-term storytelling. Yes. And by that, I mean, you know, the whole thing about that came with the Inner Circle was that they didn't tag Jericho two weeks ago. Right. They could have immediately done something on Rampage. They could have done right. something last week on right. Dynamite. But they held it out. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So. But I'm telling you, and, and I, I got to be honest with you, it was especially during that segment that the reality of that came to me 
about how they're doing that with the storytelling, and it made me even more excited yeah. about the fact that we're going to go see it live. Oh, I'm so ready. And can you imagine, like, I can't even begin to think, what the hell are we going to watch live? That I mean, yeah, every show, there are some hit and misses at some, a lot of the shows, but every show is a must-see. You've yeah. got to watch it. You have to. Yeah. You know, and especially this past uh, yesterday, um, because, hey, the forbidden door or whatever is about to be opened again. And, dude, Keith Lee wasn't even in my mind, bro. No. You know, I knew he had just gotten married. Yeah. You know, I had seen the picture where he was on a, it looked like he was on his honeymoon. Then come to find out, no, that was a picture from, like, last year. Yeah. And I was just like, I didn't even realize that. The beard was different and everything. I'm just saying, I thought Veermahalen was going to show up, but... (laughs) You know, he got sidetracked, like... You no, know. apparently Veer's still coming. Oh, apparently. apparently. Yeah, because he, he, he got lost somewhere along yeah. the way. I, that's all I know. Um, he's, he's, he's lost in transit right yeah, now. Yeah, he's going to show up, and then, <laughs> then the night after he shows up, we want to wish Veer <laughs> the best in his future <laughs> endeavors. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. I, at this point, it's, it's just a running meme. Yeah, <laughs> it honestly, is. It is. Quite honestly. Now... Gotta say though, the way the night ended, Ooh. bro, that match was phenomenal. I, 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 that's not even a word to describe it. No, it's it, I can't even think of a word. It was. How many times did you say "oh shit" during that match? Quite a few. <laughs> quite a few. Like I had Tourette's or something. <laughs> it was. It was coming out quick. I don't think I've ever seen someone get power bombed from the ring onto some steel steps like that. The side of the steps. Side of, exactly, the side of the steps. Side of steps. I mean, that was sick. Yeah, and I told you, the funny thing is, like, I was ty- literally typing, yes. holy shit, on my text to you. Yes. The second I send it, you pop up with a text that says, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was in the moment, man. And, and it was just, that match was amazing. Uh, again, kudos kudos to the, the announcers, right? Because, yeah. you know, for those of you other wrestling fans, you know this. For those of you other kind of fair weather fans, it's it's a team effort when, when right. you've got a production like this, like WWE or AEW, where the storytelling, of course, is happening in the ring, but the announcers are part of that storytelling, right? So you hear Tony Schiavone say when uh, I Dan Lambert, Dan Lambert. Right? when he's taking off the top rope. Right away, what does Tony Schiavone say? Oh, he's taking off that top rope. He's trying to, you know, disable Hangman Page's game so he won't be able to do that lariat because he does the yeah. flip off the top rope. Right. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, dude, it, and exactly that's exactly what happened because later on in the match, he goes to do it. There's no top rope. Right. But what does he do? <laughs> yeah, he still gets it in. And oh. it was amazing. I do that. Oh, my God. I popped so hard for that. He, he, um, he did it off the ref's back. Yes. Yes. Onto Archer. Yeah. That let him out the ring through two tables. Through two tables, and that was pretty much how he won it. Yeah. Yeah. And and let's be real, man. Freaking Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, he was cut bad. Dude, I said the outside uh, mats, man, were covered in blood because you just, you could see them like swinging each other and blood just plop on yeah. the canvas. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean. Archer was definitely bleeding, yeah. no doubt. But Hangman Adam Page was bleeding way more. Yeah. Way more. I mean, they left it all in the ring, literally. Yeah. Literally. Now, is it just me, or did you feel like you really wanted to see Jake the Snake get that DDT in? Oh, don't even get me started, bro. That was such a let... It was perfect. Don't get me wrong. It was yeah. perfect. But 
yeah, it was like he's about to do it. Yeah, he's, and then he didn't do it. Yeah, and it was like, oh. which, which I get. I mean, he's older; he's probably needs to be protected. But that that clothesline, that short line yes. clothesline again. Yes, Ooh. he still got it. He does. He still got it a little bit. Yeah. He does. And how old is he? Oh, uh, at least sixty something, yeah. seventy. Well, Phoebe said that wrestling is for everybody. I'm not. She got me pumped up, bro. I'm sorry. I know, but the I'm thing is, they started training a lot earlier. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> my first time in the ring, I'm going to do a clothesline, and instead of the guy getting hurt, I'm going to fall. I, like, got, a, oh! I got a cramp. <laughs> He's 66 years old. Jake the Snake is wow, 66 years 66 old. 66 years old. Yeah. Man. Damien, I don't know. Uh, all right. <laughs> the Snake, we don't know. Damien's probably dead by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damien, Damien, three, four, five, something. Right. Oh, man. But that match was amazing. It was so amazing. Yeah. I mean, from, from like you said, from Bell to this is actually the first time that um this has happened to me when the mat when when the show was over no actually when they started the main event i was like already yeah i literally said that like already it flew by man the yeah. show flew by because it was that good i know whereas in raw i'm like oh, even some of the other the other matches you know with the j cargo and uh oh aqa yeah that was great that man. was a good match even the serena deep yes you know yes. five minute challenge was good Going back to the Jade Cargo match, I do got to say I was very not uh, impressed is not the word because I'm not really I'm not talking about them. I was impressed with them, but with AEW as a company, the fact that they let uh, AQA Mm -hmm. shine like that, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't just a squash. No, they let her get her shit in, and and, they gave her some time on there. Yeah, and let's be I'm not gonna lie, dude. There was a couple of times I was like, I know they're not gonna let her win. Wait, are they? Yeah. Wait, no. Come on, you know. And that's hard to do nowadays for the wrestling fan because, <laughs> like what we were talking about earlier with with uh, Corvus, kayfabe is pretty much out the window. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you already know when you see two wrestlers in the ring and you know one of them's a star and one of them's not. You kind of already give it to the star is going to win, right? Yeah. That's usually how it goes. But when the promotion is able to make you think, even for a second, wait, are they going to let the other person win? That's saying something. Yeah. And AEW did that last night because I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me that was like, wait, no, they're not going to come on. No, there's no way. But for a split second, I did think it because it was a great match. It really was. Yeah. It was a really good match. I think overall, bell to bell last night, like you said, I don't I don't really see any misses no. at all. Um, you know, usually there's some little thing here and there, but I can't I can't think of any. No, everything was, like I said, it was great, you know. Um, at the end, we saw Adam Cole come out. Yeah. You know, take the championship and put on his uh, Paige's shoulder. Right. Um, so, I guess they mentioned he's the number one contender now. Which yeah. I don't, I don't remember how that came about. Um, I, I, I think it's the record. Uh, probably. You know, because they, cause they, they hold the records. Yeah. They keep, they keep score, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> keep, keep score. score, but... They, they definitely keep the win-loss record yeah. is what it is. And I think uh. because of the win-loss record, technically Adam Cole would be the number one contender. Right. So um, I tell you, uh, I'm really excited and looking forward to what's to come more with AEW. Uh, I started digging in a little bit more with this uh, uh, Danhausen guy. Yeah. And uh, I got to be honest, man. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring to the table because the dude can wrestle. Yeah, he can. I saw that he can wrestle, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm, but <laughs> he makes me laugh with the way he talks, and 
you know, and everything else. I mean, it's it's really funny, yeah. which, which is great. It's 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 about entertainment, right? Um, but the dude can wrestle. I gotta be honest. I didn't know much about him. Thought he was a joke, um, but maybe not. So I, I'm I'm really kind of wondering how. Well, there's a reason they signed him. Exactly. So exactly, there is a reason. So there's a lot of good stuff to come. Uh, I think uh, I don't remember the lineup for uh, Rampage. Uh, it was was the Mercedes Martinez and uh, Thunder Rosa match going to be next Wednesday or was it going to be Friday? I think it's next Wednesday. I think it's uh, FTR and not FTR, the Young Bucks and. Um, oh yes, yes, yes. I don't remember what they called themselves. Yeah, the Vice Group. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna go at it. Uh, Hook Hook is coming and he's gonna wrestle QT Marshall's top student, whoever that is. Yeah, and then a couple of other ones. Oh, the other one I wanted to mention. Um, it was very fast. It was very brief, but there was a, a real quick vignette that involved Penta. Yes, I saw that when he was digging up the mask. Do you did you understand it? No. Okay. So in Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. he came in as uh, Pentagon Junior. Okay, that was his name. And then there was a storyline that he did with Vampiro. Okay. And he changed his name, and he changed his name to Penta Dark. Okay. Okay. And it he became a more sinister an evil character where he was out to hurt his opponents and things like that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, right, the, the he dug up a mask. Right. When I saw the mask, it was a the Pentadark mask. So mm. I think he's bringing back Pentadark, and I marked out for it because I watched Lucha Underground, right. and, and, and I saw that. That's actually where I where I fell in love with with Pentagon. Right. Uh, he became when I saw him wrestle in, in uh, Lucha Underground, he became my favorite luchador, and that's saying something because for years it's been Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um, but I liked this guy. I liked his style. I liked his uh, his moxie. I guess you could say. Yeah. Like just his attitude and that whole settle miedo thing that he would do all the time. Yeah. I was. I mean, I I ended up being such a fan that. Um, at WrestleMania in Dallas, the last time they were here in 2016, yeah. uh, my wife surprised me by buying me, because uh, they had an event called WrestleCon, mm-hmm. and Penta was there. Nice. And she bought me the package to meet and greet and get an autograph and a picture. Nice. Uh, and so I got to meet him, talk nice. to him. And very humble guy. Yeah. But that was one of my highlights uh, from, from that weekend. So I'm a huge Penta fan, man. Yeah. So, so seeing that, I, I really did... Mark out for that big time. Yeah, you know, going back to Latin wrestlers, um, I forgot to mention during the inner circle meeting in the ring, Chris Jericho made a comment to Santana that he reminds of of his friend Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero yes. and how he would you know blame everybody else for his mistakes rather yeah. than own up. And I was like, Ooh. that was hardcore, man. I was like, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, anybody else would have said that would have been kind of got some big heat. Oh, for sure. But the fact that it was Chris, yeah. You know, he really did have a relationship with yeah, him, so, exactly. uh, so it was respected. Exactly. Do you find it interesting that uh, two companies in one week make a mention of Eddie Guerrero in promos? Because Miz, Miz did, Miz did on, on Raw. Yeah. You know, and I, I found that really interesting. I was just like, yeah. that's, that's interesting. I don't yeah. think it was planned or anything right but i just find it really interesting he, he told uh, dominica he should raise or eddie's not your real dad yeah, <laughs> yeah that was hilarious that going back to that storyline I, I mean it was great yeah I mean, this is great when it, yeah. when it comes to that stuff but yeah so overall dynamite was amazing dynamite was awesome so uh but uh we're coming to the tail end of the podcast here so uh uh chris pull up that um thing you showed me from uh aw uh, sure thing wp i want to i want to mention that out there so 
word just came in not that long ago. They released it on social media. AWP has a show coming up tomorrow. And I guess it just happened. I actually got off the phone not too long ago with uh, Elijah from AWP, uh, otherwise known as Exotic. Um, and he let me know about it as well. Now, he let me know about it because he's actually going to be starting his... Uh, his 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 he's got a favor he's doing for me chris you know this yes he's going after danny orion for me you right know? um well it looks like he gets to do it a little earlier nice. than next weekend when we're going to be in uvalde because yeah. they're going to be facing each other at this uh at this event so what's the what's the details on the event uh looks like tomorrow night first time ever one-on-one confrontation between danny orion and exotic king cobra uh will be in mccallan texas tomorrow night that's quite a drive. It is close to yeah, here. It is quite a drive. Yeah. Um, Does it say a ring? Uh, you know the time of the the it will start or anything like that. Uh, it doesn't say information on that. Uh, you may have to actually go to the website. Okay. On that, uh, nothing on their Facebook page regarding the time or anything like that. Right. If we find out anything on our end, we'll definitely post it on our page, um, and you can find out uh, what's going on with the AWP. I do know this for sure. Next weekend on the 19th, um, that's a week from today as you're hearing this podcast is released it on Saturday. So a week from today, uh, AWP will be having their Aftermath uh, show in Uvalde, Texas. And, Phoebe's uh, favorite place. Yeah, Phoebe's favorite place. <laughs> um, yeah, she loves it apparently. <laughs> I, yeah. love, I love, dude, I just cannot get over it. I I pop so hard. I love the fact that she body checked an eight-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> she did get, get on my face. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway. So yes, uh, after aftermath is going to be on the nineteenth at I think it's called the Lone Star Saloon. We'll put the information up on our page. Uh, we've already done that, but we'll do it again. Um, we are going to be there. We are going to be there and, front row. Yeah, we've already got our tickets, and uh, we're coming uh, to bring the excitement, if you will. We're going to be yelling. We're going to be shouting. And all I know is when I see Danny Orion get his ass kicked, I am going to jump for joy, my friend. That's right. Jump and then the next day we're going to go to church and uh, praise the Lord. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ask God for forgiveness. And ask God for forgiveness. <laughs> Saturday's out of the story, though. Yeah, exactly. Saturday we let it all hang yeah. out. Hey, so if you want to join us, uh, come come join us. Uvalde's, uh, it's not too bad of a drive. It's definitely not as bad as going <laughs> to Uvalde, but... Ten dollars. Uh, Ten dollars. That's not a lot. Kids twelve and under free. Yep. Yep. And it's not. Uh, it's not by you know purchase your seat, but where you're gonna sit. It's you know yep. once you get there, exactly. get there. So exactly. That's why we're going early. Yeah. Because <laughs> we want that front. We go have breakfast. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into this show again. I want to say this to all of you, our listeners. I I deeply, deeply apologize. Sincerely apologize for the uh, technical problems we had at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, we weren't able to hear chris at all uh during the two interviews <sighs> i'm so sorry chris i'm so sorry uh i promise we'll have that fixed by the next show you got phoebe talking shit about uvalde but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> so but we want to thank you guys so much for tuning into the show uh we thank you for listening thank you for being loyal listeners please pass the word around let people know about this show about the mega powers pro wrestling podcast we're coming at you non-discriminatory we're talking about everything pro wrestling because that's what we're about we love pro wrestling just like you do and that's why we do what we do because we love it you know bottom line is we love what we do so uh we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next week we wish you uh the best and uh you know you got anything else you want to say chris 
No. No? We no. good? Yeah. Uh, who, you, who are you picking for the Super Bowl? Who am I picking for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Bengals. Bengals? That's what I'm going for, too. You know, you know, I, I'm, I hate to say it because usually, despite my Packers not being in it, yeah. I go for the NFC team. Right, right. But I don't know. I just, I just want to see the Bengals. I'm going for the whole uh, underdog aspect yeah. of it. I'm going for Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that halftime show is supposed to be off the hood, so we'll see what happens. It's going to be a good game regardless. The whole playoff season has been good, despite yeah. both our teams yeah. knocking themselves out early yeah. on. Yeah, I know, I know. But it is what it is. Go there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, so all right, well, we're going to go ahead and just call it a night then. We want to thank you again so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you back here next week. Yes, good, sir. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you'd like to contact the show with your input or questions, email us at megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. That's megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. Also find us on all social media by searching Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Until next week, we wish you good vibes and Godspeed.